Digital Marketing Radio, episode 115, Building Brand Visibility Through Relationships. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Today's episode is brought to you by DeepCrawl.com. When you need a comprehensive website crawler that identifies and monitors how your site is performing through the eyes of a search engine, I recommend DeepCrawl. DeepCrawl gives a complete and accurate picture of the health of your website architecture and identifies where the gaps are. Get your free website crawl of up to 10,000 URLs at deepcrawl.com slash report. That's deepcrawl.com forward slash report. The Big Interview with David Bain. Today I'm joined by someone who was responsible for the explosion of SEM's Rush brand presence in Europe. She now focuses on helping to drive the brand awareness of many different digital marketing tools. Welcome to DMR, Alexandra Tashlova. Hey, hello everyone. Thanks for having me today, David. I'm really, really excited. Oh, it's great to have you here. So, Alexandra, do you really think that building relationships with experts can result in measurable marketing success? Definitely. I think it's, uh, well, it's really something which is integrated inside any kind of campaign. Honestly, Let's say, well, just talking about me, like my behavior normally at different social media channels, what I normally uh, precede. I follow different experts like uh, any, let's say, average user on Twitter, LinkedIn. And so that's kind of interaction, uh, which is really measurable because if you follow each other, you uh, retweet each other, you favorite each other, that's what can be measurable for sure. From other hand, you should set up a really, uh, let's say, reachable and smart goals uh, in any campaign, in any digital marketing campaign. And the same you can do uh, as well uh, with uh, when you are interacting and when you are focusing in building relationship with uh, any kind of experts, let's say. And so, for example, um, what I try to follow in my campaigns when I, uh, when I am focused on building those kind of relationship, uh, I try to understand what kind of outcome we can deliver together. Whether it's going to be a piece of content, for example, or it's going to be some kind of social media boost for the brand, uh, uh, for 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 uh, for the brand here, yeah, for which are. Uh, I'm working. Um, so it, it, it really depends. However, it's definitely measurable. On top of that, you can just uh, use some kind of really simple CRM systems. Like, for example, normally I use Nimble, which is uh, I highly recommend as well to use for all other experts because you can put there all uh, the experts which you found out on a different uh, sources. It can be like bloggers, it can be speakers, it can be uh, educational courses, it can be, so it can be any kind of activity, it can be, well, authors, uh, so any kind of experts which are influence on your market. And you put all of those experts uh, in this CRM or in any kind of CRM, it doesn't matter where you can put as well uh, all kinds of interactions which uh, you are going to plan with this particular expert. 
and then you can put there the results of your interaction whether it was it was delivered or not and after that you can also add there the deliverable so how much shares how much use your content for example uh, has gained after campaign or uh, how much visits uh, did you receive from this particular banner on uh, on a partner let's say website if it was for example, educational courses, because um, those kind of, let's say, um, uh, experts, they're likely to reference to your website with some kind of a banner, because uh, it, it, those kind of, let's say, uh, banner, they add benefits to their educational campaigns and to their educational trainings, because uh, your brand adds additional value to their courses. So it really depends, but it's definitely measurable. Okay, um, so um, it's easy enough, obviously, to find lots of influencers in your niche. You can do that you know, in Twitter or on, on, on other social networks out there. Um, but um, forging relationships with these experts is perhaps a lot more difficult, especially perhaps if you aren't perceived as an expert within your industry. So how does someone start out forming these relationships with experts and get these experts to actually talk back to you and um, start having a conversation with these people. Um, can you give someone um, who perhaps runs a business and doesn't have many relationships, relationships at the moment some tips with regards to how to start a conversation? Yeah, sure. Um... <laughs> I think around five years ago, I was also zero in digital marketing. And when I came to SMRush, no one, no one had idea about me, about Alexandra. So I, I was in the same position, let's say. And uh, so what you can use uh, in, in that case, first of all, you can try to, uh, let's say, to use your brand and to use, for example, interact, so to involve your brand in communication with those experts. So for example, you can, like if we are going to talk about Twitter, you can favorite tweets from those experts, uh, of those experts. And so in that way, you are going to create some kind of, let's say, a communication between you uh, through your brand and uh, this expert. If you don't have any kind of visibility of your brand uh, on, let's say on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever, you can still go on LinkedIn and just connect personally with those experts. If person is going to accept your connection, that's a st starting point of your conversation. So you can thank this person and see whether the, you're go uh, you, you can find any kind of, let's say, uh, crossing interests. Sometimes it's it's really good to, for example, to make a really personalized message. What I normally, what I normally proceed, because, for example, if you have a blogger, you can go to this blogger blog, and see what kind of practicals are he or she normally does. And then you can write a really personalized message, like, for example, I liked your article because of. And that is going to create any kind of, let's say, relationship. Because person uh, will see that you care about uh, its content and you care about its blog. And so what I feel, 
it's creating some kind of trustworthy relationship when you spend your time on investing and on on investing uh, different information about uh, different bloggers and so that's kind of research and so uh, I feel so that that's so what I know from my personal experience, it's not going to create a huge, let's say, uh, rate of uh, response responses back to you. However, you can slowly generate those those kind of relationship, and then each new interaction will be easier to proceed compared to the very beginning, let's say. So okay. it's, it's still doable, what I feel from my personal experience. And for example, right now, I work with a really small brands, like for example, ACO Monitor, and they're a really small startup. And they're, well, <laughs> they have less followers in Peter than me. And personally, I am not really investing in, 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 in doing any kind of interactions on Twitter. I don't even tweet regularly there. But they have a smaller number on Twitter and they are not really visible. However, they've started to build those relationships with my help, with the help of their friends. And right now, they're doing pretty good just because they, they've started to talk with the right people. So it's really about connections and relationships. And it's not about like whether your brand really big or really small. So I know like, for example, really huge brands and they are not investing in building those relationships, in building those relationships. Yeah, I mean, I love what you're saying there. It's about quality relationships. It's not about just trying to um, market not personally to thousands of different people. It's actually um, having meaningful, um, personalized conversations with with everyone that you're reaching out to and, and you know about the people that you're reaching out to as well you're, you're not just blanket messaging everyone that happens to be using a certain hashtag on twitter or, or have a certain word within their username and and social media marketing if, if you could even call it that used to be about that it used to be about um just mass getting in contact with as many people as possible or following twenty thousand people and um also unfollowing them if they don't follow you back and uh it doesn't feel feel right that kind of marketing and it may have worked a bit a few years ago but um um the the quality relationship focus that you have is obviously going to have the long term dividend that, that any business would want so it's 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 fantastic you know and i and i agree with um your your mindset there completely um what what I want to talk about now is actually what you do after you forge the rela relationships. Uh, so say you've got 20 or 50 decent relationships with people who are authorities within their industry, within your in industry. Um, what are some of the, the, the better things that you can try and um, maybe get them to do for you or you can do for them that will actually assist with increasing your brand visibility? Uh, sure. Uh, actually, I had a really good case. It was um, just um, I did it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, accidentally, I um, I was connected to one guy. Uh, he he 
he does uh, on regular base uh, uh, bl uh, blog posts on, uh, as I remember, search engine watch. Yeah, on search engine watch, I believe. And so um, I was uh, actually I was uh, trying to actually trying to get a feedback about one tool from him, just giving him for free of charge access in order to get a feedback from him. And he was pretty open, uh, and he was. Uh, it was pretty easy to get in connection with him. And I thought that maybe, maybe I can try to build something more uh, besides those feedback. And I suggested uh, him uh, to deliver together an infographic. So actually, the idea was pretty simple. That. Um, uh, I'm going to take care about everything, about design, about idea, and he's going just to promote it. And he told me, yes, yes, why not? And that's actually, you, you should uh, try different ideas uh, and uh, which are for sure should be fitting their interests and uh, let's say which should go uh, really good with their interests and targets but it's really easy sometimes to deliver something together if you're ready to work i mean uh, for sure if you go to some really cool experts they're not going to work uh, with you so they're, they're not ready to invest the same amount of time and resources as you as you can do but if you are going to deliver a, let's say final product which they can simply promote it's also a way to boost the presence of your brand it's also the way it's also a good way to boost a visibility of your brand so it really depends uh, with whom you are talking about what but what i feel it's a really it's sometimes easy, sometimes not. I'm not going to take uh, to uh, to tell you that it's really, really simple to do it. Uh, it's it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to create a wrong, let's say, understanding of the whole process. But uh, in some cases, you just need to provide a good idea. So you you need to be really smart and creative in order to bring an idea. But if the idea is going to be, let's say, interesting for, for an expert with whom you have a conversation, it's going to be in, implemented and it's going to be uh, really, let's say, it's going to influence really positively on your brand in the end. And also it's going to create a, a more, let's say, a better connection between you, your brand and this expert. Because you, you, you are going to have a positive uh, experience of doing something together. What I really picked out there about what you said there was um, um, you, you were talking about the fact that um, you reached out and you, you built the relationship. And then after you had the relationship, um, you told your expert about the infographic that you'd happened to produce. And you were wondering yeah, if they were yeah. in interested. Um, most businesses have that the, the wrong way around. They do things completely differently they produce the infographic then they reach out to people that they don't know and they wonder why no one will promote it for them <laughs> have you have you tried to do it that wrong way around before uh actually it was some kind of experiment let's say 
I, I really delivered an infographic. It was for my own blog. And uh, I, I thought, that, like, let's try another way of getting things done. And let's try another one approach. And I wasn't really begging someone to share my infographics or something like that. However, I pushed it on multiple, let's say, websites like Reddit and some kind of talk infographics talks uh, websites. And so also uh, I tried to make it in a more, let's say, intelligence way. I started to follow people who was uh, who uh, who have recently shared any kind of infographic in my uh, niche. And I received a couple of, uh, let's say, retweets and a couple of mentions, but I wasn't really approaching them. I was, uh, I was doing, let's say, some kind of a movement towards them because I was like favoriting them and following them, but not really asking to share my infographic. Just um, listening to you there, I'm just thinking that um, there's a lot of good things in relation to relationship building that I'm doing as well, interviewing people for digital marketing radio, I'm, I'm doing a similar kind of thing for the show this week in Organic. Um, but there's one thing that I, I certainly think that you're doing a lot better than I am. And that's actually being methodical about ensuring that you maintain that relationship and, and keep records of things. I'm... I'm I haven't been good at that at doing that in the past and I need to be more consistent about you know keeping that relationship going because it's not about that just one relationship it's about forging that relationship and and maintaining it over time. Yeah, I mean it's just when you have some kind of when you have everything in your Google or in a spreadsheet it doesn't matter when you have all your contacts and you can just at least browse them because right now google has a really good what i feel they've recently rebuilt uh, their structure of their contact uh, let's say database and it 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 becomes more use it, what i feel it it becomes easily to use for me at least however uh, what I feel about that, uh, that you still need uh, some kind of system where you can see, uh, uh, like, for example, uh, people uh, with whom you were interacting more and with whom you were interacting less. And this is going to give you a signal that, okay, you, you should have some kind of, let's say, a system where you can easily track all those changes. And also what I try to extract from any kind of a system where I can easily manage all my records and all my interactions with those experts that I can, for example, uh, try to build a cross relationship with them. So for example, I can uh, introduce one guy to another one guy and that is going to create additional value for me because those two guys they uh, can happily deliver something together and i'm going to be some kind of a connection for them and they're going to feel some kind of appreciation for my activities and that's what i try to do as well so i try to connect the right people together and that is going to pay dividends definitely for your brand or for your personal brand, whatever you do. Absolutely. Um, you, you just make me feel bad about the things that I'm not doing because I, I, I know there's so much more that I should be doing. Um, there's, there's a chap that springs to mind called Paul Ryanazov. 
and um, he's he's actually from the Ukraine, and um, he speaks at quite a few different events, mostly across the USA. And um, mm-hmm. he's been on this uh, um, podcast about twenty episodes ago, uh, but he he has done such an incredible. Um, thing for me in that um, he's introduced or he sent emails to to me and copying other people and saying you've got to meet this person int- in- introduce this, this other person <laughs> and um, it's, it's wonderful but but um, every time he does that I'm thinking you're doing so much more and um, I really need to you know do the same for other people as well so I, I've got to start doing that as well you've already done it you reference to this guy so you already shared your appreciation about his activities and that's that's the part which you can hardly manage but it 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 works so good as well it's just what i feel is just turning out in a direct traffic and in some brand mentions for because sometimes i found out some brand mentions which uh from the guys with, with whom i've never been in in, in any kind of relationship and that's what i feel that was some kind of uh, let's say relations which was built because of and that's what what, what you did right now you just reference to one nice guy who was really good in building a relationship absolutely um well hopefully something nice happens out of it that that would be that would be good but (laughs) let's segue into the second section of our discussion so that that focuses more on your thoughts on where digital marketing has been and where it's heading so starting off with software i couldn't live without so what software do you currently use in your business that if someone took away from you it would significantly impact your marketing success well i feel it's bad summer Mm. because I, i i i actually i start my day with it because to, to create a really good tweets uh, for my partner's uh, channels and for uh, any other channels, I need to know about the hot uh, and trending content. Uh, right now, I slightly, I started honestly, I slightly, uh, I, I, I'm trying to use uh, Ahrefs as well because they also have uh, this kind of feature inside there too. Because honestly, uh, mostly I use Ahrefs. That's another one too, which I really enjoy to use, honestly. And they're really good in backlinks analysis. And that's what I use uh, there too for primary. However, they have a really nice content explorer as well. And so quite recently, uh, I started to use it. And well, who knows? Maybe I'm going to jump into Ahrefs fully, but right now I'm still really attached to Bathsumer because uh, some of their filters, let's say, and the interface, the, I feel more convenient uh, inside it rather than Ahrefs. But maybe it's just uh, the matters of time. Uh, so, well, talking about, uh, let's say, any tools for competitive intelligence, it's not going to go further without, I can't just go further without mentioning SMRush, for sure. Well, that's the company with which I've, I've spent more than five years and I feel really, really great about that. It was a really good time and so they have a really good product. And if you are interested in competitive intelligence, you should definitely give a right to SMRush. 
and uh, so uh, just using for example a hash for um for backlinks analysis i i also i combine it with caribou it's it's formerly it was linkris but they rebranded and right now they have a new name brand name caribou but still they have the same cool features as they had previously and so i really enjoy using their tool because it it's it's really it's really cool when you have at a glance understanding of uh, uh, any backlinks profile and it's just giving some kind of summarize whether it's good or bad and so it's great and so talking about just we had a competitive intelligence tool we have a content marketing backlinks analysis uh, and we we only need a tool for ranking for tracking your daily rankings. And so what I feel about that kind of a niche, SEO Monitor does a really great job because uh, their product, it's really focused on digital agency from my, uh, one side. From another, it's focused on end users and on small businesses. And there too, where you can just not only track your daily position changes by any set of keywords, and any location but also you can set their milestones and it's 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 amazing what i feel about that because if i if i can set any kind of milestone that's that's so huge motivation to to implement it to reach it so that's i feel that some of the tools they should have those milestones because they're going to push you to do it and also you can share those milestones i don't know with your customers or with or even with your business owners and this is going to be your real goals which you should follow and it's so simple to do that's so many amazing tools that you've mentioned there already and that um that so that was um see if i get, get them right here so buzzsumo ahrefs caribou sem rush seo monitor have I, have I missed out anything there no, okay. you're totally right. That's it. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll include links to all of them in the, in the show notes. And if you're listening to this as an audio podcast, you should actually check out the video and see how passionate Alexandra is about um, uh, tracking digital marketing. It's, it's great. <laughs> and you, you can also um, check out um, your wonderful kitchen tiles behind you, can't you? Oh, yeah, it's it. It's it. It was my, let's say, trying design. <laughs> Look, stick, stick. If you need the same tile, just ask me and I'm going to do the same design for your kitchen. Wow, there's an offer. <laughs> Very flashy indeed. <laughs> okay. Um, one more slightly challenging question. Um, and that is, um, which piece of software don't you use, but you've heard good things about and you've meant to try at some point in the near future? Oh yeah, I have one. Actually, uh, I was quite surprised and I, I hope it's not a secret, but quite recently, uh, the guys from Brandon 3 with whom I have a really good relationship, by the way, <laughs> they, re they reached me out and asked me to try their tool. It's called Horizon. And it, I, what I feel it's right now, it's only for better testers, but it's for competitive intelligence. And 
I'm really, really excited about that. So let's see. Okay, that's interesting. Um, well, you, you've, you've mentioned it now. Um, I actually did a little search on, on Google and... Um, <laughs> it's nothing. You, no, no. Um, you found out? You can actually go onto the subdomain horizon.branded3.com. However, oh. in, the, in, in the description underneath um, in Google, it says... Um, a description is not available because the site's uh, robots.txt. Uh, so <laughs> we will see. We will... I don't know, but it's maybe it's kind of a secret still. Maybe maybe it won't be a secret by the time this podcast comes out. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see here. Well, let's move on to. I wish I would have. So I'd like you to look back on the very first day that you were involved in trying to market a business online. What didn't you do so well? What do you wish that you would have done differently? Oh, it's it's a hard question because I feel that a lot of things, just definitely everything, because I feel that those days I was so stupid. <laughs> Well, I feel that right now I, I, I'm not like uh, just the most intelligent person, but still I, I've gained some experience and I feel better about my knowledge and understanding about digital marketing processes because, for example, seven years ago, it wasn't like that at all. I remember when I came to SMRush, I... I was actually I I was snowed under all those data, all those uh, different terms like as uh, like I don't know advertising, organic results, whatever. Right now I'm familiar with everything, and I feel really well about that and i can talk about different strategies link building techniques manipulative penalization whatever but at that time i wasn't so experienced and i think there was uh, um at, at, uh, at some point uh, i started uh, to do email marketing for SMRush because uh when I came to SMRush, uh, I was the, uh, the only one person in a marketing department. And so some time passed and we, uh, we, we, were, uh, we were hiring new persons, new team members. And so I don't know, it was some kind of a changes, uh, internal changes. And I realized that right now, uh, at that point, uh, I started to be responsible for email marketing. And I feel right now that I think if I uh, started um, to run more A-B test campaigns, I would be doing much better than I really did. So let's say, and I think it, it was, a, it was a, a crucial part about personalization, which was absolutely, um, uh, which was uh, which wasn't implemented uh, and which wasn't integrated in any normal marketing campaigns. And honestly, it's still uh, let's say a problem. When I left SMRush, we were still struggling with that because when you have a service like SMRush or any service in the internet where you ask only about email 
in order to register there, you're going to face this problem with personalization because you have on the email and sometimes you're luckily enough to know, I don't know, a name of a person. If it's not for sure, if it's paid user, you're not going to face all those problems. But the majority of your users are free in, in those kind of tools. And the problem with personalization is the biggest problem. And uh, I, I'm still, let's say, trying to put a picture together in order to figure out the right solution to personalize everyone. For sure, you can uh, use any kind of third-party tools which can uh, personalize uh, uh, by via email. They can personalize via email any uh, any kind of uh, let's say leads inside your system, and they can add uh, they can add to this lead uh, its social media profiles. But the problem is, I was testing those tools and they edit a wrong social media profiles. So they're not really good in personalization. And I still, I can't find any other solution besides, I don't know, uh, hiring a couple of people who is going to search any information manually about those, let's say, leads. Because uh, using any kind of uh, services isn't really reliable. Uh, so any kind of service, they're not providing a reliable data on which you can uh, which you can use in your marketing campaigns. And that's the problem of personalization and of trying to personalize it in some kind of automatical way, let's say. It's, um, it is a challenge. Um, so I mean, obviously what you're saying there is that um, personalization and split testing of email marketing is something that you wish that you would have focused on a little bit more closely a few years ago. And But I mean, that that is a challenge that a lot of companies are facing with. I think a lot of um, businesses go down the route of focusing on quantity and just getting as many people as possible to visit their website as possible. Um, but if they just focused on conversion rates and um, getting to know their customers more and um, getting a higher percentage of people um, opting in and a higher percentage of those people ending up buying something, then it might end up that only 25% of the level of traffic that they get is required to make the same quantity of sales. And that, that relates to what you were saying, saying earlier on, really, about um, building relationships. It's not just about relationships with um, industry authorities. It's building relationships with your customers. And you're all about that as well. Yeah, it is. It's just uh, what I feel it's kind of uh, creating a messages uh, which can really change uh, their mindset, mindsets or really change the way they interact with your tool and maybe it's going to pull them to finally purchase your tool. But when you send a blast of for 20,000 uh, emails uh, in one segment, you can't really make it... Uh, in, you can't really just make it... Uh, personalized or you can't even touch them what i feel they they can open it they can click but it's not going to be something which is really going to affect uh, their patterns of behavior 
Okay, so this next round is going to be really challenging for you because uh, you like to give expansive answers that are great, uh, but this one um, is the this or that round. So it's just very, very quick. You know, this is the answer, this is the answer. So okay. um, 10 quick questions and just two rules here. Try not to think about the answer too much and you're only allowed to say the word both okay. on one occasion. So let's get going. <whistles> Email or Twitter? Twitter. Audio or video? Video. Affiliates or display advertising? Display advertising. Facebook or Google Plus? Both. Online press releases or one-on-one -on -one relations? Uh, both. Ooh. <laughs> Paid search or SEO? SEO. <laughs> Email contact form or telephone number? Email contact. Website or app? Social subscriber or email subscriber? Email subscriber. And local marketing or global marketing? Local marketing. Ooh, and you got a... For, for having two boats in there, but... <laughs> <laughs> what was... I think the interesting one to me was actually Facebook or Google Plus, and you said both with that one there. So do you still use Google Plus quite a bit? Well, uh, me personally, let's say nope, uh, but uh, I know that that is really influential for, for from business perspective and I use it a lot for my uh, um, partners and I feel that uh, it's kind of really influential from um, because of two reasons. The first one, it's, uh, it's really, uh, let's say, influence on your backlinks profile. And from other side, it's really good in terms of reaching out the right people which are interested in, in particular topics like digital marketing, for example. Because um, normally on G+, uh, you're going to find the people who are interested in doing business. Okay, um, so it's it's useful for finding those industry authorities and there are people like that still out there using Google Plus on a regular basis by the sound of it. Uh, what I feel, uh, there is still uh, a portion, a good portion of people who uh, use our uh, on regular basis G plus, and uh, I feel that it, it's pretty good because uh, honestly, I heard from my of my partner that uh, they they started uh, to use uh, Google Plus as one of our uh, integrated solutions uh, for booting their sales. So it's if it, you can somehow adjust it to your business in the right way, it's going to work pretty good. Okay, it works for some people and it's not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> or might not ever die, I don't know, I'm not saying it's definitely going to die. <laughs> okay, let's move on to... The $10,000 question. If I was to give you $10,000 and you had to spend it over the next few days on a single thing to grow your business, what would you spend it on and how would you measure its success? Okay. You can definitely spend in, I don't know, display advertising or just PPC. Or a new, but what new I kitchen? Feel... No, sorry. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Uh, on your kitchen, on developing your kitchen. But it's not a part of your business. Yes. And as far as we talk about relationship, I think it's better to make some kind of personalized, yeah, this time personalized presence 
to I don't know to to the experts with whom you communicate and it's going to be I think you're not going to spend ten thousand dollars on that you can just make I, I, I well I, I have actually a friend and he has his own business and it's just uh, an educational courses and so uh, I was quite surprised when I received a really nice postcard, which was signed, and so it, it was actually it wasn't not it it was not only signed by him, but uh, it was also he he wrote some kind of uh, let's say a couple he wrote the couple of sentences, and it was really nice, and it was really touching to receive it, and I think if you can just. Uh, invest in doing some kind of a stuff which is like you can sit take a postcard and write something on them which is going to be personalized for sure that's going to work like a magic i think it's going to create it's going to be a really uh cutting edge social media campaign when everyone started to put those postcards on social media hmm. so i think it's it's a good way to make a really nice exposure. So start thinking out of the box and stop following what everyone else is doing in your industry. Yeah, maybe because uh, sometimes you can learn a really good stuff from other, let's say, uh, industries and so how they do their business. And right now I feel quite, let's say, refreshing because i uh i i rent a a place in a in an office area where we have a really different experts in different areas and we share our expertise and sometimes it's really interesting to hear how they organize their processes and their marketing stuff great thought there just to just about take us on to, to towards the end. Um, but just one more thing to go, which is... My number one takeaway. So you've offered a lot of great advice in our conversation, but what would you say is the number one takeaway? What's the single most important step that our listeners need to take away and implement within their own businesses? I think it's pretty simple. Don't waste your time on trying to somehow trick Google or on the manipulative techniques or with lean building, anything which is focused on a building relationship not with the real people but with a machine if you really uh, care about your time and about your business focus on real people on real emotions and this is a better approach so i mean like if you will invest in a couple of people at least per week or per month it's going to pay you a really good dividends in the end because those people they can share a real comments and they can share uh, a real tweets and a real facebook's uh, posts and on top of that if there are enough influencers they can write about you blog posts and they can mention you in their speeches hmm. and that's what really affect on your brand authority and visibility Absolutely. A, a, a lot of uh, amazing thoughts just to, to think about and implement with, within a business there. Um, uh, you, you've offered a lot of great advice, yeah. So th- thank you so much for coming on. Um, I know your blog, we haven't mentioned your blog yet. It's um, Alex 
touchlover.com. So I'll link to that from the show notes as well. Um, is there is there anywhere else that um, um, listeners could get in touch with you um, from? LinkedIn is the best place to connect with me LinkedIn. because I'm pretty, let's say, I, I, I'm not doing really good on Twitter or, well, on Facebook as well, I'm pretty energetic, but on Twitter, I don't do regular tweets. But LinkedIn and Facebook, yeah, they're the best for me. Okay, so just search for your name and I'm sure we'll, um, yeah, we'll find you on LinkedIn. No problem at all. Great stuff. Okay, well, um, that just about um, takes us to the end, I reckon now. So um, if you like what you heard, I'd really appreciate your feedback, dear listener. Um, just go to digitalmarketingradio.com slash iTunes and please leave an honest rating and review. It would be absolutely fab to hear from you and, of course, it would help to improve the ranking of the show in iTunes. And finally, I'm also hosting a brand new live show every Friday called This Week in Organic. So head over to thisweekinorganic.com to find out more. But that's all for now. So until we meet again, adios. Thanks again, Alexandra. It was great to have you on. Thank you.